Good morning and welcome back to Reddit Readings, the place where we take the best Reddit has to offer and we smash it directly into your earballs. Welcome to episode 70 and today I fucked up. No, well, I did fuck up today, but I mean today I fucked up is the Reddit board we're going to. So without further ado, straight into our first story posted by U32Head. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Dear Reddit, today I fucked up, tipping 140% to a pizza delivery driver. My buddy and I ordered pizza last night. Unaware that I had already paid with my debit card, I walked to my door with $30 and give him a 20% tip on top of that, which had been paid online. The driver was about in his mid-30s, barely spoke English, and he was driving a beat-up old car. He said thank you very enthusiastically, which made me realize in about two seconds that I just gave him double the money for the order, which he would obviously receive as a tip. I was about to admit my mistake and ask for the money back before I saw his reaction while he was walking to his car. He had a smile from ear to ear like he'd found the cure for COVID or struck gold or something. He even did this little mini jump before he hopped into his car. Now, I'm not exactly Bill Gates, I still have debts to pay, but I'm glad I fucked up to help someone who needed the money more than I did. Anyway, I felt pretty dumb after, but the joy I saw in that man made my week. Not a very interesting story, but it was pretty cool for me, as my dad moved to Canada from across the world with only a bike and a few hundred bucks. TLDR, paid double for pizza being drunk. No regrets. Okay, a little regrets. Yeah, I can certainly relate to doing dumb stuff. Unfortunately for me, it's always me doing the dumb stuff and not receiving the big tips. Anyway, our next story today is from you slash the nihilistic ape. Today, I fucked up pretending to be asleep. I'm 25, male, and have been working abroad for the last three years. Have a girlfriend dogs and a cat in the country I work in and have decided to settle there for good. I returned home in April as my parents, both in their early 60s, were tested positive for coronavirus in the same month and I wanted to help out with the due processes for treatment. Although they recovered quickly, it seemed as if I was going to be stuck at home as the borders closed. Initially, my parents and I didn't make it a huge deal but rather viewed it as an opportunity to have some good family time as I was their only child. All good for the next half year. Work from home, 
Girlfriend calls me every day, parents love her. I managed to keep a job amidst a massive layoff, so, so far so good, right? As a wise man once said, all perks come with a clause. And this time, it was me becoming retrospective of how I had a tough time through my parents' midlife crisis, during which they didn't know whom to blame for their unfounded woes and ended up pointing the finger at my teenage angst. As a way to elude this looming distress in my head, I challenged my parents to a session of rummy after dinner, a casual activity we did as a family when I was younger. Nevertheless, this only exacerbated my thoughts on family grievances one goes through as a teen, and we couldn't keep ourselves from exchanging words regarding whose fault it really was that they almost got divorced a little under a decade ago. Jackie D's on ice in our hands didn't help either. At a certain point, we realized that we were all drunk and it would be best for us to retire for the night, and so we did. But not without the last act of slamming our cards and stumbling our way out of the kitchen. I walked out to the porch for a smoke while my parents were still in the living room, and I knew this because I could hear my mum sobbing. Entering the house, I decided to sleep on the couch itself, as my room was upstairs and I didn't want to end my life in such an anticlimactic way as falling down the steps and breaking my neck. At this point, I'd thought that both of them had gone to bed in their ground floor bedroom, so I fell flat on the couch. To my surprise, a full ten minutes later, I heard whispers behind me. Whispers in my parents' voices by the fireplace, and it sounded remorseful. Remorseful of mistreating each other and feeling sorry for each other. I let them be without disturbing them because I thought I owed them at least that much, so I ensured not to disturb their moment by making it known that I wasn't asleep. My mum, seemingly playing the sympathy card, somehow turned the conversation sexual. The next thing I know, they were getting undressed right behind me. Even then, a cautious prick that was my dad hesitated and clearly mentioned my name. But my mum assured him wrongly that I'd passed out since I hadn't apparently answered a call on my vibrating phone on the coffee table by the couch. Mum! No! I couldn't stop the inevitable and it happened. My parents had sex in the same room that I was in and I could have even wished to have died instead. I couldn't take it at one point and the alcohol in me found its way out as I hurled my guts out onto the coffee table while they were still on the F train. After this, I heard them scurry their way back to their bedroom and the bedroom's door shut. That's when it dawned on me that I wouldn't have broken my five-year-long non-puke streak had I simply answered to my dad's beckoning or even as my mum said, passed out. Woke up in the middle of the night cleared up the mess and walked upstairs to my laptop to type this story while still being drunk so excuse any error my worst fear is reading another story in this subreddit from a parent's perspective on how they fucked up by having sex literally behind their son i don't even know if either of my parents have a reddit account i do not wish to know certainly not that way TLDR got drunk and pretended to have passed out in the living room while parents were having sex by the fireplace, causing me to spew up on the coffee table. 
Well, that's quite possibly the most terrifying thing I have read on the internet. And yes, it's quite clear the author was drunk when he wrote this. I am sorry, dear listeners, but I did the best I could. It's not too bad. I, it's just I'm stupid to begin with, so a little bit of grammar error and I'm thrown way off. All right, on to the next one. Oh, God. Oh, God, I just saw the title. <clears throat> Today I fucked up, telling my dad it's time to euthanize him. Oh my god, really? Do I have to? Oh, okay, right. Okay, we're doing it. A little backstory. I live in Belgium, where we have fairly solid euthanasia laws. Without knowing all the details, it basically requires a lot of paperwork and a couple of signatures. In our case, my sister and myself and a third witness. And all this needs to be renewed every five years. It's basically a will slash permission that gives my sister and I the authority to decide in his name, I respect his wishes, if he is no longer able to himself. Last June, he had a stroke at age 77 and has since mostly recovered. Accordingly, we discovered that the paperwork needed to be renewed around this time of the year. My sister is the principal contact on the paperwork and as such she was going to take care of it, like she has always done before. She's a school teacher and this morning the schools are opening again, so the past weeks have been a bit hectic for her. Last night I went to bed around 3am and this morning shortly after 8am while still sleeping I get a call from a city clerk. The paperwork was still missing the signature of my dad and apparently she'd been trying to contact my sister to no avail. So she reached out to me before it expires and gave me an appointment in about two hours from now. My dad recently became my neighbor and is usually already awake at this time of the day sitting in his office. So still somewhat sleeping, I put on pants and walk over to his house. Oddly enough, he's still sleeping, so I wake him up, which requires specialized skills. Huh? What? Wake up, dad. Huh? Oh, it's you! Huh? What? They called you for euthanasia. We need to be there at 11.15. I'm still not fully awake. He looks totally bemused at me, sits on the bedside for a couple of seconds, and gives me this look of utter defeat and says, Whoa, shit! That's fast! To which I say, Well, we still have more than three hours, so no rush. I'll pick you up around 11. See ya. He mumbles, totally disappointed. Three hours, and you're gonna leave me alone? At which point, my penny drops. Technically speaking, Eurocent. You stay in the car, I pick up the paperwork, you sign it, I return it, and we're good again for five years. Turns out my sister forgot something. Never seen him being more relieved before in my life. Turns out he'd been dreaming about it in some way or form, and me putting it like that made it all a little bit too realistic for him. DLDR. While being sleep drunk, I woke up my dad and told him we're getting him euthanized later this morning. He took it a bit too literally. Well, I'm not entirely sure how I'd react if someone woke me up and went, Oh, hey buddy, we're euthanizing you today. But I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be, Oh, well, alright then, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm very happy that that one ended the way it did. I, I was imagining it ending way worse than that. So, yeah, anyway, swiftly moving on. Our next story was posted by Sherman Beardman. Today I fucked up by going to get a Mountain Dew from my garage and getting a gun pointed at me instead. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This actually did happen today at about 2am. TLDR at the bottom. My dad is out of town, so I'm home alone this week. I was up really late because I fucked up and didn't do this assignment that was due in the morning. I was starting to get really tired, so I decided to get a little hit of caffeine. I went down to the garage, because we have an extra fridge there, and I grabbed a soda. I walked back to the door to go inside, but the door wouldn't budge. This is when I realized I had fucked up. Because not only did I lock myself out of the house with no shirt, no keys, and no phone, I also failed to remember that my home security system was armed. Right as I finished that thought, my surprisingly loud security system went off. There's a 30 second delay to allow someone to punch in the security code before it goes off. I start panicking and trying to force the door open so I can shut the alarm off. I realized that wasn't going to work and just started pacing and freaking the fuck out. It took longer than I'm proud of to realize that I'm in a garage and I can just open the garage door. After I raised the garage, I ran to the front door and locked. Of course. Fortunately for me, though, there are three other doors on the side and back of the house I could get into the house from. Unfortunately for me, those two were locked. I defaulted back to stress pacing until I decided, fuck it, the cops will be here soon and maybe they can help me. Well, I was half right. I opened the side gate and walked back to the front of the house when all of a sudden someone screams at me, STOP! LET ME SEE YOUR HANDS! I freeze up in fear because I realize that two cops who are responding to a home invasion are now pointing guns at me. The weird, shirtless guy coming from the backyard. I complied with their orders and explained that I live here. I just set off the alarm and locked myself out. They looked up the homeowner, my dad, and gave him a call. Needless to say, my dad wasn't too happy to be receiving a call from the police at 2am asking if the dumbass who locked himself out of his own house was actually his son. Once they were satisfied that I lived there, one officer brought out this device that just sort of popped the door open for me. I thanked them, shut the alarm off, and used the adrenaline coursing through my veins to bust out the remainder of my homework. Yup, that one has most definitely happened to all of us. Locking yourself out, that is. Uh, Not necessarily the cops turning up at your house. If this does ever happen to you, I uh, at least hope that you have clothes on. Right, so our next story today, posted by Cosmios. Today, I fucked up by asking my teacher about her sex life. Now, it should be noticed this story happened when I was much younger. Yeah, I get it. I was a dumb kid. You don't need to remind me. I've always been a very curious person and have procured information that I often will never need. One of the best ways to gain knowledge is to ask questions. So I do. A lot. Sometimes it's for the better. Often it's for the worse. 
Let's cut to the chase. In third grade, there were four classes. One of these had two teachers. One for the morning and one for the afternoon. The one we will be speaking about today is my afternoon teacher. Her name was Mrs. Virgin. At the time, I thought a virgin was someone originally from the Virgin Islands. If you're from America, you're American. If you're from Canada, you're a Canadian. Britain, British. Makes sense, right? So when I thought about her name, curiosity got the best of me. So I waddled up to my teacher blissfully unaware and stated the dire question. Me. Mrs. Virgin, I have a question. Mrs. Virgin, go ahead, sweetie. And then I ask, Are you a virgin? She gasped, stares at me for a moment, regains her composure, grabs my shoulder and says, Not an appropriate question. I, still unaware of what I'd just asked, simply said, Okay, and waddled off to the bus. As I rode home, I had wondered what I'd said wrong. It was in the back of my mind, so I eventually forgot about it until a couple of years ago when I remembered the story and realized what I'd asked. I swore to myself I would never tell a soul. But here I am, bored and typing a story to 16.5 million people. I hope you enjoy my suffering. TLDR, dumb kid asks if teacher is a virgin. Wow, yeah, that's uh, that's only a mild fuck up. Kids say stupid shit. And and thinking about that, I'm surprised there's not an entire subreddit dedicated to stupid shit that kids say. Actually, there probably is. I should look that up. If there's not, I should start one. Alright, okay, moving on to our next story. Okay, next story posted by Throw Far Away. I've just seen the title, this should be good. Today I fucked up by downloading a sleeping app that records noise, changing my diet, forgetting to check said app, and blowing hot balls of fire at my boyfriend for months. 27 Female I've had trouble sleeping at night since I was a child. Finding out that my boyfriend, 32 male of two years, also has trouble sleeping at night, we decided to both download an app that basically records movement, snoring, extra noise, and your level of consciousness. Now, I am known for eating right before bed, and recently my doctor had recommended that I add more fiber to my diet along with some sleeping pills. This is my first fuck-up. Unknowingly to me, fiber causes mad gas, the kind of noise that is only found by a herd of elephants running through a concrete desert. Months have gone by, and I started to sleep better than I ever had before due to the pills and diet change, forgetting all about the app. But one concerning thing was that my boyfriend was starting to feel distant. I would wake up in the morning, and he would have made his way down to the couch until I got up and came down. No arguments, nothing obvious I could wrap my pea brain around at the time, but as anyone would, I started to get suspicious that there was someone else. About an hour ago, I remembered the app records noise and decided if I checked the app, I should be able to tell what time he's getting up and leaving the bedroom and maybe see if his phone rings or anything of that sort to try and piece together why my lovely caveman was leaving me to go and sleep downstairs. Well, let me tell you. I found out why. 
and I'm about to reveal my sad, embarrassing truth to you. I have been indiscriminately but vigorously farting the most thunderous claps from the depths of hell you can imagine. I mean, there was 121 recordings from last night alone. As soon as I fall asleep, I start letting them rip, unknowingly because of the strength of the sleepers. 124 times, my sphincter deceived me. And to make it worse, I sleep on my side, shimmied into him with my butt and back. So I've been hitting him with the devil's breath directly on him. And after about 10 of these clappers, you hear rustling and footsteps and low mumbling of cursing the whole way until the door slams. So, my friends, do not take too much fiber and sleeping pills if you don't want your significant other to mildly dislike you and be distant. Well, for the sake of my own personal relationship, I am going to refrain from commenting on this one any further, so straight on to our next story. Posted by Peta Gaming. Today I fucked up by catcalling a cat without checking my surroundings. About two hours ago, I was heading home with a bunch of shopping bags and I saw a cat sitting in the corner of a side street. So I approached the cat and went, Hey, hey baby. And I see a woman coming out of the side street. We lock eyes and I immediately say that I'm talking to the cat and point at the cat. Only to do a half step onto the sidewalk, twist my ankle, fall down, hit my right leg hard on the street. Not sure exactly how it happened as I just ended up on my back in a lot of pain with one of the bags I was holding ripping open and my things scattering near me. I heard laughter and a dude ran towards me and helped me get up while another collected my things and put them in the other bag for me. They made sure I was okay and left. Then I stood there in pain and extremely embarrassed for a couple of minutes. Yeah, I mean, not so much of a fuck up that one, but a whole lot of embarrassment like condensed into one area. Like you've got the confusion going on with the woman and the cat and then you fall over and scatter your shit everywhere and there's people watching. It's like the perfect storm of cringe. All right, moving on, next story. And this one is Impressive Royale 228. Today I fucked up by not taking a second to think after my son came out to me. My husband and I have always had an inkling that our son was on the LGBTQ spectrum. My son coming out to me was not a shock in the grand scheme of things. I went up to my son's room to ask what he wanted for dinner. I knocked and went in. I was tired after work and things weren't really registering. He just said, Mum, I'm gay. For some reason, it just didn't register that he just told me something so major for him. I don't know what part of my brain thought it was a good idea, but I just said, Okay, do you want pizza for dinner? It took a few minutes for me to realize what I'd said and that I did not react properly. I went back to him and apologized and gave him the whole I love you just the same spill and we laughed about my reaction. But I'm still so embarrassed and mad at myself. Definitely wasn't the way I'd always planned to respond. Well, having never come out, I don't know that I can fully relate to this, but I would have thought that reaction's possibly the perfect one to have. You're really, I mean, imagine it, you're really nervous about telling someone some news and you tell them they're just like, oh, all right. 
Anyway, thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. That's all we've got time for this week. Uh, my name's Andrew James Roberts, in case you were curious. I also make audiobooks and some other fun stuff. So if you're interested in that, head over to www.kraken.media. You don't want to miss out on next week's episode, so head on over to redditreadings.com or sign up to the RSS feed on wherever you download this podcast from. I hope this has helped you get off to a fantastic week, and I will see you next Tuesday. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Through terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events, on our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.